Saturday Live Lounge, supported by Villa Gaiety. Keep up to date with the island's premier entertainment venue by following us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. I don't think that, genuinely, that brings me so much joy. Um, I'm kind of looking at Lenny Conroy here, um, a little bit embarrassed because you probably think that's utter rubbish, don't you, Lenny? <laughs> uh, well, it's not in my top 131. <laughs> I just think it's fun. Sometimes, you know, music can just be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and... we did discuss this there at length earlier that what I love about music is it takes you to somewhere, good or bad, but there's a moment in time that a song means something to you and I just love that. Uh, we have been friends for quite some time and both been in, involved in the music scene on the Isle of Man for many, many years. Mm. Uh, what was your sort of first introduction to music here on the Isle of Man, do you remember? Well, yeah, uh, the, er- the early days, of, I, I kind of missed out on the, the local music scene at a time when I really wish I'd been around it, you know, the sort of the Bushies uh, concert rooms and stuff. Um, I mean, I've got some peripheral sort of... Uh, um, uh, rememberings of of TT in the concert room, just full of beer and stuff like that. Um, not really knowing the bands and stuff, so I really didn't get into the local music scene till m- much later in my sort of twenties. Um, and then it was the the, the likes of uh, Gasp, the wonderful Gasp, and yeah. uh, um, the uh, Thunderbird Seven stuff like that. It was uh, that sort of era, really. So a little bit late to the game, if you like. Yeah, now gas. That's a perfect sort of memory there. But one of the things, one of the reasons I'm asking you about that is because with Triscoll, as I mentioned earlier, one of the things you have always done is promoted local artists. You've brought some incredible people over, but Mm. you've also given so many opportunities to local acts. So so, um, I I don't mind being honest. I didn't know at first you could do that. You could possibly choose a local one, and uh, nine times out of ten, depending on the, the the tour party. Uh, they prefer you to do that because otherwise it's the extra expense of somebody coming in. But if they've tied in somebody, out of all the shows, I think there's only been one, and it was King Creosote that supported Squeeze. Great support, what I have to say. I was, act, yeah. I was a bit miffed because I really wanted it to be a local. It was going to be, um, well, Fate. They actually did uh, support uh, Deacon Blue in the end. But yeah, so it's great that you don't just pick your favourites. You pick what you think really suits that artist and, and the crowd. But there's so many to pick from. There is so much to pick for, and, and actually, there was. I'd say there was a bit of a lull after the sort of time you're talking about the bushes and everything, and then it's come right back up again. And mm. now, I mean, the scene is healthier than ever. So, I suppose I, I should ask the question at this stage: really, why are you wrapping up Triscoll then? Um, it's a little bit of a, a knees, but I, I think maybe I'm, I'm I'm being a bit of a coward insofar as uh, the, the, the way the um, the game has moved now. In, in the early days, uh, the risk was kind of, it was spread out. Now it's all put onto the promoter. Um, and so the artists' uh, agents, I should be very specific, not the artists themselves, but their agents, um, are requesting that all the uh, band fees and stuff are advanced up to a month uh, ahead of a show. And that's just it's just untenable for, mm-hmm. for, for like a small independent like myself. So, and, and you've got the added risk nowadays, sadly, that the um, island um, trans, transport connections and stuff are so hit and miss. Um, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd stress like mad for uh, for anybody putting shows on at the moment. 
It is. It's a tricky time, isn't it? It really is. Well, I'm delighted you're here, though. We're clearly going to miss the gigs that you've brought us and the, the ones that you may have been planning to bring us in the future. However, you do have a couple of really big gigs coming up, one of which is practically sold out. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But I want today... I want this to be Lenny's kind of like chance to basically just remember those magic moments from doing what you do and also just a chance to take over the airwaves for a little bit, which is essentially what we're doing. So uh, we're going to play your first choice of song now, Lenny Conroy. Uh, You've brought, as I said, you have given given me quite a few options, but this one you stipulated had to be the first choice. Tell us what you've chosen as your first choice. Well, actually, you've now got me worried about which one is the first one. Is it the one we just... Uh, Ron, well, Ron, Ron is probably the only song out of the the choice that I haven't really got a proper song uh, story to. Um, as I said earlier, music does take you to different places. Ron's just a guy that I, I heard on one of the uh, streaming sites, and I just thought, oh wow, that's just fantastic stuff. He's a he's from um, the states. He's uh, it's kind of like garage punk. Um, he's been going about ten years. Nobody's really heard of him, but I think it's a cracking just opening track. So Ron Gallo is his name, and this track, which you did say to me, it's loud, but it's okay. So it's good. We can get away with this. This is Young Lady, You're Scaring Me. I am really looking forward to hearing this one.
What a fantastic guitar sound. Lenny Conroy, thank you for introducing me to Ron Gallo. I have not heard of him before. Well, I hadn't, um, but I've been listening to him for the last year, and yeah, I just like I, I like the whole tone and uh, and his voice and everything. And uh, yeah, he's 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 only been going ten years, but he's he's I think he's going to go places. I have to ask you, how much time do you spend in your life listening to music? Oh, it's it's constantly on. Um, yeah, I, I I can't have silence. I really, apart from sleeping, sometimes. Uh, no, music's always out there. And ha- having uh, been kind of like posty on the block and everything, always headphones in? Oh, gosh, no. Well, um, I'm mostly look, looking at my uh, size. I, I'm in the van a lot. so. Um, <laughs> uh, but there's uh, usually on uh, one of the uh, six six musics uh, quite often, um, the soundtrack in the background. Yeah. Am I allowed to mention other stations? Oh, yeah, of course. I listen to six music sometimes. I listen to all of them, actually, now, because each station has an entirely different sound and you get something mm. different from each of them, which I think is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, I was ch- uh, channel hopping um, one day and... Uh, I'm horrified to say it. This is two weeks ago. The first Wham song came on, the Christmas one. No, like, already? And it was second week of November. You've lost Wham again. Oh, dear. He's lost. He's, you're the first person to lose it and all of those people that were listening. Mm. That's oh, a bit early, isn't it? I think so, yeah. December it has to be. December. I bet your decorations are up there, aren't they? Absolutely not. Good. Thank you very much. Up in the loft. No, yeah, they're <laughs> in the loft still. I keep them uh, in the loft until about probably maybe the, the second week of December. I'll think about putting them up. I, I leave mine up and I, I leave mine up there until next year as well. I'm In the not, loft, yeah, you just yeah, don't put them out. Not really, yeah. It's <laughs> not, not a religious really thing. <laughs> oh, dear me. Well, listen, we're, so we're talking to Lenny Conroy, if you've just tuned in from Triscoll Promotions, and you did announce, obviously, just a few weeks back now, that uh, you are wrapping up Triscoll, which we are quite sad about. But I do want to talk to you about some of your memories of Triscoll. So uh, you've brought over some incredible acts in the years you've been doing it. What what year did Triscoll start again? Just remind 2002. me. 2002. Now, I, I said, no, don't, don't jump in here. I said I think the first gig was Andrew Strong. Or, te- or was it Squeeze? Was it Glenn Tilbrook? Technically, you're correct. Because um, the very first show in a, dare I say, professional uh, manner was indeed Glenn Tilbrook. But I hadn't started Triscoll. But that's why I started Triscoll, if that makes any sense. A uh, good friend, uh, June and Kim Niveton, they had their wedding uh, reception and he did all the hard work. He got hold of Glenn's manager, his wife, uh, got the phone number and arranged that, can you phone phone them up? We actually went down to, to watch him at um, Bush Hall in London. And actually, I, I don't know if, um, how often you see Glenn because he's played here uh, uh, he has quite a few, few times, times now. Yeah. He, he, uh, quite often at the end of his show, he plays Perfect Day and he gets people up from the crowd. So that's during the night at the front of the stage. And I think I'd consumed a bottle of wine at this point. And I was like, I'm going to get up there. And he goes, no, 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 no. Anyway, I was up there and I got a line in. So I've sung with Glenn Tilbrook. That's incredible. But yeah, that that basically was the, the grounds of it. And I, it, what it was, was we had a private um, uh, concert at the uh, venue. And I said, well, let's have a public one too. So he played two nights in a row. And uh, a real quick, funny story. Um, Simon Blesson, who's still down at W.H. Smith, very kindly offered to let him play in store. Now, we hadn't done anything like that. HMV at that point, I think, was just kind of going out of town. And uh, so, as I say, Simon uh, kindly put him in. We brought him in. He'd flown in from New York, um, so he's jet-lagged and everything. And there isn't like a green room in WH Smith, as you would would expect. So we hid him in basically one of the storerooms. 
until there was a bit of a crowd and we we put it out on the stations and stuff you know the manx crowd we're all like oh don't really want to be seen to be queuing or anything like this so everybody was kind of like breezing through magazines and things and meanwhile glenn's in there where is everybody and i'm like actually i don't really know anyway he came out in the end he just said i'll sort of i'll just do it. do it and the second he came out before he'd even strummed a guitar everybody from behind all the magazine racks came out <laughs> and that was it so yes he had the instant crowd but they you know the they um they reserved we're so funny, aren't we? Only the Brits. And yet we're probably the noisiest audience when we're actually, you mm. know, involved. I, it's, it's, um, here's the thing. So the best crowd, I mean, I've been to absolutely hundreds of gigs. The best crowd I've seen on the Isle of Man, sadly, wasn't my gig. It was uh, when Snow Patrol came over. Oh, I can imagine. And that, yeah, that's been the best, you know, pre, um, pre-gig uh, crowd. Really enjoyed them. I have to say, the crowd last week for Holly Johnson was brilliant. Yeah. Really, yeah, really good. 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 Yeah, right. really good. And you do, it is a bit hit or miss over here because sometimes you have people that are really loving it and really loving the music, but they still talk and shout and chat really loudly. Oh, don't. I know. It's, oh. it, it's, it's worldwide, that, unfortunately. I remember um, I remember looking out from uh, backstage. It's a proper when I story, I'm afraid, but uh, put Katie Tunstall on, and I wasn't sure that that was going to be. We, we we sold it out, but I, that still surprised me. And I'm looking out from the side of the curtain, and uh, she goes out. She plays her first song, and I'm looking at this girl who's looking up at her, and she's doing nothing. And I'm like, oh, oh, I've obviously got the wrong. And what it was, she was just in awe. She couldn't believe that she was right there. And there's me panicking at the back, going, oh God, the They're audience have gone, it. and it's no. Yeah. So we're, it's it's funny how we react to. Uh, because it is pressure being a promoter, because as you said, you don't know how the act is going to land, if people are actually going to enjoy it or not, even if you think it's someone that is big. Oh, to- I mean, totally. is, there, is there anything that surprised you? I mean, obviously, Katie was obviously went very, very well, which is great. Yeah, no, I, now you say that, um, because you, you think, well, subject to ticket sales would reflect on whether you, you thought uh, people like them or not. Um, there's not been that many that I've put on that people didn't know and, and um, were therefore a little bit cagey about it. No, I think, no, I mean, and we are a good gig-going uh, uh, public, I have to say, um, on, on all genres and at all the venues over here. So we are lucky in that respect. Yeah, it's good to know. That is good to know. Well, listen, we've got another song now. Uh, this is now The Stranglers. Uh, why have you chosen this? Because it's The Stranglers, but it's not The Stranglers. Yes, that's right. It's a Dion uh, Warwick classic. Um, so... The Hugh Cornwall would have been something like the fourth show I did at the at the venue, and I don't know if you remember. Um, next door to the venue was a takeaway, the yep. walk in. I remember it very well. Yeah. So picture this: I'm with the lead singer of the Stranglers. We're uh, at the Chinese because he was happy to have that as his meal before he went on stage, and he's got this huge book. And I was like, I didn't see that menu. Where's that come from? And it wasn't. It was his songbook of all all the songs ever. Wow. You know, Stranglers and his own stuff. And like a couple of other bands, um, they play a different set every night. So it was kind of like, well, what are we going to choose for this one? And I thought, oh, that sounds great. He says, well, do you want to choose one? So I was like, a oh, oh, little bit starstruck. Pressure. Yeah, yeah. So so I went, um, walk on by, not even by the band. <laughs> Unbelievable. So uh, so he's like, yeah, yeah, we can do that one. And I afterwards, I was like, oh, my gosh, why didn't you pick you know, one that they'd actually written? Um, but yeah, he was good. Another tiny little story. Um, the wonderful uh, Bay Festival um, back in the day, 2007, I seem to remember. Um, Dave McLean, MBE, um, asked us to come and help um, backstage. And I, I was sent down to um, 
to look after the, the other stranglers because Hugh Cornwall obviously and um, JJ Brunel had a, a bit of a bust. Went up. their different ways. Yeah. yeah. So the band had flown in from Malaga or something. They were jet lag, hungover, and very grumpy. And uh, we were waiting on the accommodation. So uh, it was a case of, and bear in mind, this is like pre sort of Facebooking and stuff like this. It was like, uh, just, just hang on to the band there. Just, um, just keep them, uh, keep them sweet. So I went and got them some coffee. And uh, I'm sat next to JJ, and uh, I kind of think, oh, better say something. Oh, it's an awkward silence. And I just leant over and I said, because um, he he's an absolute gentleman, you know, he just like he listens to people first, and then thinks about stuff, and then says something. He doesn't. He's not like a. He's got a. He's got a presence, but he's not OTT in any way. So I, I leant over and I said, oh, I brought Hugh Cornwall over a few years ago. So the rest of the band all looked the other way, going, oh, no. oh what? And uh, he said nothing and just lit. Oh, it was the time it was absolutely immaculate. And then he just just quietly le- leant over and he just said, well, I hope you didn't lose too much money. <laughs> Very good. Uh, JJ, walk on by, mate. Go, go. <laughs> <laughs>
awesome guitar playing there. That is the Stranglers and their very different version of Walk On By. Uh, Critch has been in touch, Lenny Conroy, and said, uh, give my love to Lenny. Tell him I'll buy him a pint in the station, Port St Mary tonight, if he's there for the big gig. Oh, yes. Did you know there's a band on tonight? In fact, there's three bands on tonight. Secret Reformed gig, bands. Psychedelic um, Rottweilers and 13th Pillow. I've just bought the album at uh, Sound Records this day afternoon. you got it. Yay. Yep. Orange vinyl. Yep. Well, I haven't opened it yet. Oh, are you a vinyl lover? Yes, very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, um, I'm a bit of a sado, a little bit like stamp collecting. I collect test pressings. Do you? Yeah, yeah very bizarre. And what, I go one step further. I, I not only buy the, or collect them, I don't then play them. It's like stamps, you know. Is you this because you're going to sell them for millions of pounds not in at the all. future? No, 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 no. <laughs> Ho- hopefully one of my nephews will uh, get the record collection. What, so we're test pressing. How do you get hold of those? So, so test pressing is literally being um, the the first few um, yeah. from from a, a collection. But they must it, be almost impossible to get hold of. So uh, some of the, some of the bands are getting wise to it and starting to. It used to be like an up and coming band, you know, no money, no budget. They would just get like two or three done, or if if maybe one each for the band. But it was very much not a commercial thing. Now some bands are like getting seventy five made. And you're kind of like, well, I think, I, don't, don't be wrong. That's not a test. I, I suspect that somebody like um, Brian Wilson would have 75 test presents, probably 175 for, for the to album to sure be absolutely all, yeah. right. So then, yeah, they, uh, yeah, I, I just like to collect them. So I've got lots of albums with just white labels on them. Can I, dare I ask, I know this would be almost impossible for you, especially because I've not warned you. Uh, what is your most treasured vinyl? Uh, it's a I can know straight away it's great uh, it's a BBC transcription uh, record of the Waterboys live at uh, Glastonbury oh the Waterboys they're one of your faves of all time you they? may have heard of them yeah little bit little bit I think I've played for them for you in the past <laughs> yeah. well listen we're going to play another choice of yours now you've chosen Frank Turner there's a mm. bit of a story behind this one tell us about it yeah so so um Interwoven into all this, so one of my favourite bands is Frightened Rabbit, and uh, as I mentioned to you earlier, it's hard to actually put any of the great songs on radio because a little bit sweary. A little bit sweary. Um, so Frank Turner, this connection, we brought him over for Manifest, uh, lovely, lovely chap, and a massive friend of Scott Hutchinson, and he, uh, as we know, um, lost Scott um, some years back. And this this song is I, honestly, I, I might get a little bit emotional when you play it because it's just the most beautiful. Um, dedication to a, a, a friend and, and the lyrics speak for themselves it's just a beautiful beautiful song it is a wave across a bay I spoke with Scott last night I was tired but I wasn't sleeping and despite what you think I wasn't drinking I was just finally ready to listen and he was there all right and though he'd probably kill me just for saying this given how the both of us are atheists there it is there must have been a moment just before you hit the water when you were filled with a sense of peace and understanding with the wind in your hair and the light in your eyes As you realized you were finally escaping Somehow in that moment you miraculously miss it Like a wave across a bay never breaking And that's how I like to think of you Never falling, never landing Rolling slowly out to sea and always smiling 
Incredibly poignant. That is Frank Turner's tribute to Scott Hutchison from Frightened Rabbit. It's called A Wave Across a Bay and it is the choice of Lenny Conroy who we'll continue to talk to in just a few minutes. Saturday Live Lounge, supported by Villa Gaiety. For the latest Watson information, visit villagaiety.com.
is Rest, W-R-E-S-T, who we've, we've played this song on the live lounge before. It's called Human, and the reason I've played it before is because Lenny Conroy is bringing Rest over to the Isle of Man. And Lenny, this is one of those typical Lenny things that you do where you just happen to discover bands and then bring them to us and introduce them to us. Well, um, this the, the unique thing about this one is that it's the only time I made a booking where it's a band I've never seen live. Now, that's a pretty risky thing to be doing in, for anybody's uh, business, but um, it, this is a band that the, the music, every song that I hear that they, uh, they've played, recorded, is there's, there's no bad songs, you know, they're all beautiful tracks. Um, and what I, I'm also loving is the fact that they're not signed, They've done all this themselves. They they played last night at the Queen's Hall in Edinburgh, 900 capacity venue, uh, sold out. Wow, and, well, that's uh, quite the achievement. Yeah, considering that all the promo and everything's done themselves, just on on Instagram and Facebook, um, they they released vinyl, which is fantastic. So I've got everything. They they just released um, a, a song you may play a little bit later on. Their new single uh, literally just came out at midnight. Um, so they're just just a wonderful um, wonderful band. They are excellent, aren't they? And, and what what can you think of what might be one of those other ba- bands that you've kind of discovered and then brought over and have been really, really, really well received in that time? 
No, can't think of anything. Well, I'll <laughs> um, give you some time, don't worry. Uh, so just remind us when Rest are going to be here. So, yeah, the, the penultimate gig that's going to be at the wonderful uh, Centenary Centre, uh, Dave McLean's wonderful uh, venue, um, it will be on Saturday the 2nd of March next year. Excellent. And are there any tickets left? Because these gigs so far are selling very, very yeah, quickly, so, aren't they? So we haven't even announced it officially on the, the band's uh, website, but um, we have been able to officially uh, uh, sell it. We've got sold over half the tickets already, so I'm hoping wow. that you know, come the new year, we're, we're, we'll be sold out for that, which will be great news. And is it too early to know if there's going to be a support act? We have the wonderful Jamie Blackburn. Oh, um, so talented. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, Jamie, uh, uh, he's going to be a, a bit wary now, but I've uh, been a fan of his uh, singing for um, a good couple of years now. And uh, the Getaways is a powerful uh, duo band. I had considered them being a support for band. I never got in the end. Um, but uh, And, and we, we set it up. He uh, gave me all this press stuff, and, and they even uh, liked it, but we couldn't, we couldn't tie the, the date down. I couldn't tell him who the band was because of not getting the band. Yeah. I can tell him now it should have been Royal Blood. I was, oh, was going to say, is it Royal Blood? But then it would be like Royal Blood supporting Royal Blood. <laughs> I totally agree. And that's where you should always make sure that the support is not really quite the same. Yeah. Um, I mean, curiously, uh, Katie Tunstall, I'd, I'd gone and put on, um, initially it was going to be a, a, a single female um, uh, singer. Um, and they said, no, no, we don't want, uh, we want we'll Something take a different. band. Yeah. Um, so we had Fate, uh, no, who... I can't even remember who it was now. Was it not Alice Dudley? No. No, it was not. This is awkward, isn't it? No. You, oh, come on. You, how many gigs have you booked in the years? I There's think it's few. okay. There's a few. Have you got any idea how many it is? No, no. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I've been lucky enough to uh, be involved with all the bushy stuff uh, during the TTs. That's always been a joy, especially the, the bottleneck in the beach. Um, yeah, I, I mean, just, just on stuff that I've done, uh, and I really do hate talking about myself, but... I've really enjoyed when we put the, the sort of local shows on down at Portsmouth Town Hall and the oh, likes. Oh, yeah, um, they're fantastic. Uh, we've been doing that for probably 30 years rather than 20. Um, wait, wait, it's funny how, like, 30 years ago, you really weren't bothered about the PA. Now, your PA's got to be pretty pretty good. Um, and I, I do remember 30 years ago, the, the sound in the town hall was awful. But uh, as was proven uh, over the last um, few Christmases, uh, the sound is absolutely wonderful. And yeah, there's it's been some real Seb, magical nights. Seb has been doing the sound of the last uh, couple of things. Uh, Justin McMullen um, with the lights and everything. And it's it sounded wonderful down there. It's a great little venue. It is. You've, you've really put some special nights on there. Well, in case you just tuned in, we're talking to Lenny Conroy. More from, more from Lenny in the next hour. We need to do his firsts, of course. But over on AM and digital. Oh, I love that. That is Yard Act. It's ace, as they say themselves. That is Dream Job. Uh, Lenny, you're a fan of Yard Act, aren't you? I do. You? I do like them. I think they're great. They're catchy. Do you know they turned the, the Christmas lights on in their hometown last night? <laughs> oh, well, you've made it then, haven't you? <laughs> They were so they were so excited about it. It's brilliant, and it's a very small hometown as well. Anyway, um, Lenny, obviously we're talking music, which I think is like it, it's pretty crucial in your life. Music, isn't it? Yes, yeah. I, it's it's weird. I, I don't I don't come from a, a particularly musical family. Um, Mum and Dad's uh, music collections were James Bond themes and Frank Sinatra. Um, now, so how did you then start sort of branching out and discovering music yourself? Uh, you just Well, it's interesting. Um, you go buy your siblings' record collections. And my sister, who could well be listening, um, pointed something out, um, which will be regarding my first album uh, that I ever bought. But uh, I remember listening to her stuff at Santana, um, 
Chris Rear, early Elton John, and and I, you know, I remembered all that sort of stuff, and 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 continue to to listen to it um, even now. Oh, well, that's really good. I'm, I'm similar. Yeah, same thing from my elder sister as well. Um, well, we're going to do a few of your first before we talk about the next artist that you want to play. Um, I do want to know, though, before we get into your first proper, what, what was your fave Triscoll gig, would you say? Um, I'm probably going to say uh, Katie Mellower, mm-hmm. um, but not for that reason, um, because Anna Goldsmith supported and to my mind, she she stole the show. Now, my mum came to that gig. I think it was one of the last shows she went to. And she was blown away by Anna. And she did say in her own words that she thought she was better than the main act. Which made you think, have I actually done a very bad thing in, in getting the wrong act over? Katie was absolutely wonderful. Anna absolutely stole the show. And her and Pabs uh, were the support. And I, that, that sticks it does make you wonder, doesn't it, with someone like Anna, which will play her shortly, but it does make you wonder sort of how things don't quite go right for some artists when they should be global superstars. Yeah, I mean, there's there's dozens of bands uh, uh, like that. Um, but no, it's interesting. The, um, it's, when, when, you're, when you're booking bands and stuff, it's quite hard. You don't, you don't book your, your record, your, what your record collection is. That, that's a first. Um, that said, I think Tom McRae was the only time I did that. So I've gone against the grain slightly. But you have to be, unfortunately, you have to have a, a commercial head on you to a degree. And uh, so whilst you want to get the edgy up and coming bands, um, you know, you've got to be realistic and say, well, it's hard. It's very hard to, to um, promote a, a band that nobody knows. And that's why, weirdly, with the last two shows, I'm having one final blast with uh, with an unknown band. Um, and then obviously um, one of my favorite um, good friends. So uh yeah. yeah, so so we are going to be uh, talking more about that good friend, Davey Knowles, shortly. But I want to bring you back now to talk about an artist. Because I have seen, I've seen many of the gigs, that, the artists that you've brought over. One in particular for me really stands out. And not just because of uh, what has happened over the past year. But basically, Sinead O'Connor, when she came over here, first of all, what an incredible coup to get her over here. I mean, that in itself, was it difficult to get her? Yeah, um, yeah that was probably about a year of negotiating and then just really self-doubt and I was just like is, is that the right act for, for, for the island um, and I know as, as you rightly say that it's, it's been a very difficult last year and, and she'd had some difficult years herself but I yeah I, I just went with a, a, a gut feeling in the end and I, I'm so pleased I, it, I would be it'd be wrong for me not to say that it's up there as, as, as one of the most special shows it was just magical and I think you know the fact that there she was and she had standing on this rug in the centre of the mm-hmm. stage and barefoot wasn't she yeah. as well yeah. and the variety of music and the variety of genres that she was sort of tapping into but she was ethereal she was it was it was angelic watching her it and, really and she was. was so lovely and friendly yeah. you know I know she she gets she had gotten de- depicted in the past as, as being difficult and stuff and I I don't mind saying I was nervous um, when we went to pick her up but she, yeah, just everything about her. She, she was. I'm not. I'm not just saying that. She, she was a, a really gentle soul. It was really special, and it's a huge loss to the music industry with her gone. And you've chosen a very interesting track to yeah. pay tribute. So I'm, I'm throwing this a little bit back at you, uh, Christy, in the nicest possible way. So um, it's, a, it's a beautiful song that uh, Sinead's involved with, and we know the main guy. And I don't know if you can recall uh, us singing. Um, 
a similar Christmas hit of this said uh, singer-songwriter. In Port Erin. Yeah. yeah um, but, in the bay. Uh, I, I think latterly in the embassy room. Um, uh, oh, yes, the yes. embassy room as well, yeah. <clears throat> we won't be playing that one. No. Um, but actually, here's to the main man uh, getting better because he's, he's been in the wars recently and he's... Uh, He's had a tough time, but it's a beautiful song. Um, initially, it was done with the Pogues. I think it was featured in uh, the Sid and Nancy soundtrack. Um, but Sinead uh, jumps on board for the, the, the singing in this one, and it's done not with the Pogues, but with the Popes. Oh, interesting. So it is Shane McGowan, and Sinead O'Connor, and the Popes. Popes. Fascinating. This is called Haunted. Do you remember that sunny day Somewhere in London in the middle of nowhere Didn't have nothing to do that day Didn't want to do nothing anyway You got away And it's 
now hearing that that is Shane McGowan with Sinead O'Connor and the Popes there and that is called Haunted it's another choice by my studio guest this evening Lenny Conroy it's a bit of a special with Lenny this evening chatting all about Triscoll and we're going to be talking about his final two gigs in just a few minutes first for anyone that was at the gig last week I'm so gutted I wasn't there here's Scott Matthews and Dream Song
the brilliant Scott Matthews, who was here last week uh, playing uh, at the Promenade Suite with Christine Collister opening. Uh, We're talking all about uh, bands and acts over here at the minute and bringing people over, talking about promotions. Uh, We're talking to Lenny Conroy from Triscoll, uh, which is wrapping up sadly. But oh my word, it's wrapping up in a big way, Lenny. So we've talked about Rest already, uh, who's one of the bands you're bringing over next year. But you're also bringing back one of your best pals, who is one of the most, apart from the Bee Gees, one of the most successful artists from off of the Isle of Man, really. So far, so far. Yeah, no, good old uh, Davey. He's uh, yeah, Davey he's Knowles. a very good friend. And uh, curiously, uh, when I asked him, uh, there was there was just a nanosecond of a, a gap when I when I asked him. It reminded me when he asked me to be his best man. We were in the, the Falcon with his mum having Sunday lunch. And he said, I've, I've, I've got something I really need to, to ask you. And I'm thinking the worst things possible. I don't know, you know. And uh, he said, would you be my best man? I said, yeah, sure. Um, but when I asked him, I said, I'm, I'm thinking of doing one more show. Would you do it? And he says, absolutely. So, phew. <laughs> oh, fantastic. So remind us when and where it is. Yeah, we're, we're doing it at BAM. He's coming back to the Gaiety on the 20th of April. Um, there's literally five tickets left, That's I'm pleased incredible. to say, which is nice. Um, that uh, he, I think it's been 11 years since he last played there. And uh, that was very special. Um, we, as he Bernie Marsden, yeah. Old, good old Bernie. Another gent, another gent gone. Um, and that was, yeah, that was very special as well. He had a different band then. He brought the American band over. Uh, but this time, um, a first and last for me, sadly, um, the wonderful house band that are Steve and Lindsay Rowe and Steve, Steve Leach. And they said Steve Rowe as well, both on drums and bass. That would make <laughs> sense, wouldn't it? That, um, yeah, great backing band that have, um, that played uh, the town hall for the last, uh, number of years. What I find absolutely remarkable about these guys they are genuine um session musicians is they'll play like all the new songs that he's recorded since the last time um uh, in a couple of hours yeah they and have they have they tend to have one rehearsal it, it takes a couple of hours and then they know it all and, and it's then, brilliant and then you think they were probably on the album the way it's played yeah. it's absolutely impeccable so uh, no look really looking forward to that and uh as i mentioned um we uh, we've got Davey's actually going to do the uh, the latest album he's uh, he's come out with if I should wander which is absolutely heart wrenchingly beautiful acoustic, uh, it's just all yeah. acoustic uh, we will hopefully listen to a track in a second that uh, yeah it's it's a it's a period um, he's very honest about it's kind of written during lockdown and uh, he he was having a tough time with it all the music business is pretty pretty uh, unrelentingly uh, hard for for folks so uh, whilst he's Doing great out in the States. Uh, I think it takes a toll on, on a lot of folks. He's uh, actually out promoting this new album as we speak in New Jersey tonight. Fantastic. Well, listen, we hope you're listening uh, on before you gig because obviously it's a few hours behind over there, Davey. Uh, but either way, Davey's going to be here April the 20th. There are only five tickets left in the Gaiety. So if you want one of them, you better be quick. But this now is uh, the choice of Lenny and this is Davey with Just The Way The Light Shines. Too late to question 
shadows for us to find It's just the way the light shines So darling, won't you close your gorgeous piece of music that is our very own Davy Knowles and that is just the way the light shines and I have to say success could not happen to a nicer bloke could it totally and whilst um, he, he says far too often if it wasn't for me um, you know uh, he'd have been a lot more famous um, <laughs> he's done everything himself it hasn't been me I've, I've put him on locally I, I remember um, you were talk, talking about famous not famous but uh, favorite uh, gigs previously Backdoor Slam supported uh, Don McLean uh, years ago, and uh, the guitarist that was with Don's band uh, came out and watched Backdoor Slam play, and and that I'm pretty sure it might be the only time they played the Villa. Uh, it doesn't matter; uh, they may well have played other times, but um, he just watched from the side uh, in awe of Davy and said, "I can't do the American accent," but he said, "One day somebody's going to make a guitar for him," and sure enough. Paul Reed Smith, he's got his own uh, signature guitar, um, so that's nice. I mean that, but he's done all that himself, you know. And he went out, he went out to the states, and he, he, if I'm allowed to say, he had the balls to just, you know, this is what I want to do in life. Uh, he says he can't do anything else. I, I don't believe that for a second. But he, he's, he's just incredible. And this, this latest album, this beautiful uh, acoustic album, just shows you the the many different uh, traits that he's an expert in it's a brave thing to release an album like that because it is very naked so to mm. speak you know you, you hear every single lyric you hear every part of the voice you hear every string that's played and it's a very brave thing to do it's a beautiful album and you can hear it being played at the Gaiety Theatre on April the 20th next year if you're very lucky to either have a ticket already or you've just got on the phone and got one of those last five. Uh, but it's going to be a brilliant night. And so is the rest gig. Remind us again about rest, Lenny. Yeah, rest are coming over to Peel Centenary on the 2nd of March. Well, I've got one more question for Lenny Conroe from Triscoll Promotions. And I have to ask you, do you remember the first gig you ever saw before we hear your final piece of music? Yeah, uh, it's nothing cool. Um, uh, it's a Liverpudlian band. I was over, my, my sister was um, studying at Arrow Park and they had some entertainment put on for the evening and it was a band called Experimental Gardens. 
and it took me i, I had to google it uh, a number of years back because i just couldn't for the life of me remember what they were called and just remember them all being in so this would have been 79 80 um the time when uh, they were wearing sort of camouflage uh, leggings and stuff and netted arms and stuff it was a bit of a bizarre sort of stage presence but it was a live band and it was kind of an electronica band and it's not really music i like but it was live and i think th there's something about that that just draws you to it you don't necessarily have to like the music but when you see something live it takes on a completely different sort of uh, element uh, lenny henry was on the bill and, and and stuff but these guys they they yeah they did it for me experimental gardens so that's where triscoll began and now some of the massive names that you've brought over since then to our tiny island we're very grateful to you and we're sadly wrapping up but at the same time you've got more time now to go out and watch more music lenny yes <laughs> I, i'll be the chap that's not chatting at the gigs Yes, well said, that man. Uh, were you were you going to leave us with the Beach Boys? Why have you chosen this? Uh, yeah, I think I think possibly my uh, my favourite coup. It's a curious thing when you um, go and try and book a band, you put offers in, and yeah, sometimes you're successful, obviously, sometimes you're not. Um, and I put this in, and I don't mind saying it was the value of my house um, was the risk uh, factor of it. Um, and I did it, and I'm so glad. I went over to see um, the band. The tour manager invited me over to Holland, and I watched it from the side of the stage, and he sang this song, and I actually started crying. I think, yeah, he's a genius. Um, long may he live. Uh, his music certainly will. If you were there watching Brian Wilson, you can thank this man. Thank you, Lenny Conroy, for all the music, and we're really looking forward to resting Davy Knowles next year. Thank you. Saturday Live Lounge, supported by Villa Gaiety. Keep up to date with the island's premier entertainment venue by following us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.